ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You know what that means. My music just trails for a couple minutes. I haven't uh, actually got myself really positioned here in the control room to do today's edition for May 25th. Our phone lines this hour brought to you by White Claw 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Today is going to be interesting. Uh, We're going to talk... Here in the next few minutes, I've got a gentleman coming on who's going to tell me about a, a, an event coming up. Uh, it's going to be at the Greenbrier. It is going to be attended by several Thundering Herd alum. You're going to have your national champion coach, Chris Grassy, attending this event at the Greenbrier. Charles Huff, your new head coach of the football team. Dan D'Antoni, your basketball coach. Bob Pruitt's going to be there. And you're also going to have your head women's golf coach, Brooke Burkhammer, attending this event coming up at the Greenbrier. It's coming up this very Thursday. It's going to be called West Virginia Game Changers. Now, I don't know too much about this. I was introduced to it yesterday. And so... A lot of West Virginia natives who have uh, made it big on the national stage. Jim Justice is going to be there. Joe Manchin is going to be there, your U.S. Senator. Um, Nick Saban and his wife will serve as hosts for this event. And this is an event because these are game changers. They're committing to support initiative that's going to impact positively the opioid epidemic in West Virginia. And so they're coming together. It's the Game Changer Golf Classic and Prevention and Education Luncheon. It's going to be at the Greenbrier, as I mentioned. And so I'm going to find out more about this with you here in the next few minutes. So we're going to talk to one of the founders of this event. Uh, He is a Morgantown businessman, Joe Bochick. And we'll talk to him next few minutes about this. And, of course, the importance of having so many notable West Virginians and famous mountain staters that are going to be involved with this. But you're going to have, of course, as I mentioned, Mr. Positivity himself, Charles Huff. You're also going to have your champion, your reigning and soon-to-be defending national champion coach, Chris Grassy. He'll be there at the Greenbrier. I'm looking forward to all of that. So that's what we're going to do when we come back from our break here in the next few minutes. So we'll we'll get some more information on that. And I'll later on, take your phone calls at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Now, uh, there's one thing that I do want to talk about before we take our break. I was invited to this yesterday on Facebook, and I don't know all the details yet, but soccer is really trying to maintain 
because you've got a national championship now. You have a program that just won a national championship. And it's going to be impossible to win it every single year, but boy, it's going to be fun trying, right? And so there's a campaign being put together. It's going to feature a lot of restaurants, bars, pubs throughout the area. They're going to be participating in the Green Mile campaign. It is a fundraiser. It's going to benefit the Big Green Foundation's Corner Kick Club to support student-athletes on the Marshall soccer team. And so the hook here is if your establishment, if you sign up to be a part of this, if your establishment raises the most money, you're going to be awarded with getting to display the national championship trophy in your establishment for staff and patrons to see and take pictures. So more coming on that soon, but... Uh, I want to thank Tim White for uh, giving me the heads up on that as I learn a little bit more about that event. How cool would that be, though? You raise the most money, you get to display the trophy. People can come in, look at it, get pictures with it. See, stuff like that would scare me just a little bit because I, I don't want anything to happen to the trophy. I don't want any damage to happen to the trophy. I don't want anything detrimental. I don't want scratches on it. I don't want dents, dings. I don't don't want anything like that. I was looking at someone's photo and I was actually looking and thinking, is there a scratch already on that? A ding on the wood? Yeah, I'm sure there wasn't, but still things like that. I was like, I don't know if I want to put that out there. I don't know. You know, I want to rope that thing off. That's the national championship trophy. But then again, when it comes to trophies, I think the Stanley Cup is, if you haven't won the Stanley Cup, you don't touch it. If you're a hockey player, you don't touch it. You know, fans is a little bit different. You can you can touch it, I'm sure. If you never play, you never coach, you never are in the front office. I don't I don't think you can touch that thing. It's superstitious. So I kind of treat trophies like that. Sporting trophies, like I can't touch that. That's the that's the Stanley Cup. That's the World Series trophy. That's the Lombardi. Forget that. Everybody gets a Lombardi. I mean, seriously, everybody gets a Lombardi. It's like a championship ring. You know, that's different. And everybody gets their own Lombardi to take, I mean, which is cool, though. I mean, honestly, it's cool. But on the one hand, if you're a champion in the NHL, you don't get to take the Stanley Cup home and keep it. You you get to take it home for a day, but you don't get to keep it. So that's where I'm at with national trophies. It's like, hey, you know, yeah, it's cool, but I, I don't know if I want to touch that thing. I, I don't want to be the one. I was nervous a little bit near the national championship trophy that was on display yeah, earlier in the season when football was rolling around, you know, the national trophy was there. And I got my photo taken with it. I was like, okay, I'll do this. You know, I usually don't go in for that. I mean, I didn't get my photo taken with uh, the with the conference uh, championship trophy a few years ago or any of the the conference soccer trophies. I, I didn't do that. You know, and I've kind of fought the urge a little bit to go and, and pose with the. Soccer National Championship Trophy. Maybe if the opportunity presents itself, I'll do so. But you know, I did do the photo with the National champ. I mean, the, the Sears Trophy, that beautiful glass. And I thought, I don't want to be the one. I don't want to be the one that falls and trips and destroys this thing. I, I don't want to have that ever. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to have that scar upon my legacy. Hey, you remember Paul Swan? Yeah, he destroyed the Sears Trophy. Yo, really? What's the insurance like on that? Because I can't pay that. So that's pretty cool, though. 
So again, uh, keep an eye out for that as the soccer program is uh, trying to maintain and keep going. You've got the Green Mile campaign, so keep an eye out for that. And uh, I want to thank again Tim White for uh, sending me some stuff on that and getting me updated on what's happening there. We're going to turn our attention to what's happening at the Greenbrier. West Virginia Game Changers, big event coming up. I mean, Rich Rodriguez is going to be there. Lots of uh, dignitaries from across the West Virginia sports spectrum. I mean, you're going to have Shane Lyons, Neil Brown, Mark Bolger. Meg Bolger is going to be there. A lot of WVU names. My guy, Don Nealon, is going to be there. Don's going to be there. So Bob's going to be there as well, Bob Pruitt. My guys, back in the day when we did the uh, Don Nealon, Bob Pruitt show. Those are my coaches. And Charles Huff is going to be there as well for Marshall. As I mentioned, though, the national champion himself, Chris Grassy, will be among the dignitaries there. So uh, it's going to be a fun event. We're going to find out more about it when we continue with today's edition of The Drive here at ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Coming up this week at the Greenbrier, some of the biggest names in West Virginia sports history will be at the Greenbrier for an event that is going to positively impact the opioid academic in West Virginia is the Game Changer Golf Classic and Prevention and Education Luncheon taking place at the Greenbrier Resort. One of the organizers with me now on the phone, Joe Bozek. And Joe, uh, tell me a little bit more about this event. I found out about it yesterday, so I'm still trying to learn everything I can. And it, it sounds like you've got the who's who of West Virginia sports dignitaries attending. Yeah, we're very, very fortunate, Paul. Um, the Game Changer, we started, I founded back in 19, uh, 2019, and we have just been really fortunate that, you know, uh, obviously there is an awful problem with opioid and substance misuse, and it's destroying families and communities and kids, and there's so many tentacles of it where, you know, a kid that may not even touch an opioid, but you know, a 12-year-old little girl comes home from school expecting to bake cookies with her mom, and her mom is strung out on an opioids and can't find any, so she's in a miserable mood, and she's mean to the girl, and the girl goes to her room crying, thinking, you know, what did I do? And, you know, that happens time and time again. Then the little girl starts having some psychological issues, and our teen suicides rate, and, you know, the end result, kids don't need to be sad, and families don't need poor part over this. So what was the genesis of this type of event? What made you think of how to do this in this manner? Well, I thought of a couple things. I thought first and foremost that if there was one thing that I could get people to rally around, uh, it would be this. And what could I do to, to add some enjoyment but yet be serious? And we were very fortunate to uh, forge a partnership with the Hazleton Betty Ford Foundation. And on top of that, we um, have forged a partnership with BAR, Building Assets and Reducing Risk, back in February. And we started talking and said, you know, let's have a golf tournament, but let's try to attract people from West Virginia who may have left or still in the state. And basically, West Virginians coming back to West Virginia. And Senator Governor Justice has been fabulous 
because he agreed to be our head coach back in July, and that added some credibility to the program because he, too, is interested in trying to do something to stop this epidemic. And then Senator Manchin grew up with Nick Saban, and I've been fortunate to be friends with Senator Manchin and Gail Manchin for 30 years. And, um, you know, I ran it by them, and he called Nick, and the dates worked out. Um, you know, I just kind of picked them out and known that Memorial Day was coming up and the people were going to have a little bit of time off. It would be this week, potentially. And we got blessed by the man up above. This is blessed by God. I'm not going to tell you anything else. I mean, the amount of people that started saying, what can I do? How can I help? And one thing led to another. And this person signed up and that person signed up. And, you know, I'm a former sports information director at West Virginia University back in the 80s. And it's going to be great to see Coach Nealon here tomorrow, Coach Bullard from Marshall, Coach Brown, Coach Huff, um, you know, Ryan Least, our MC. That's a story in itself. Um, his story from Rose Bowl quarterback, second overall pick in the draft, to being arrested in, on national television for opioids. So we just decided, and, and, you know, the Hazleton people are all in here, the Hazleton Betty Ford people in the bar people. And we have a prevention education luncheon with some of the top prevention people speaking from the state, including Secretary Bill Crouch and Commissioner of Behavioral Health uh, Christina Mullins, plus uh, several Betty Ford staffers and uh, the uh, founder and CEO of uh, BAR, Angela Jerebeck, and the CEO designate of the Hazleton Betty Ford Foundation is supposed to be landing out here at the Lewisburg Greenbrier Valley Airport any time for the next two days, and he'll be speaking uh, tomorrow at our dinner. You've got some interesting combinations possibly here. I'm kind of curious. You're going to have Bob Pruitt, Don Nealon. That's going to be a dangerous pair on the golf course. Don't let them fool you. Those two are deadly together. Um, You've got so many people. Um, How important was it for you to get as many people from as many corners of the state as possible? You've got so many participants from Virginia Tech. You've got your West Virginia connections, of course. You've got Charles Huff, Bob Pruitt. You know, list of dignitaries, Chris Grassy, Marshall's national championship soccer coach. You know, how's, how important was it to make sure that you had everybody you possibly could once the word got out? I'm sure it probably just happened itself. You didn't have to do the work. They came to you. Well, you know, they did a little bit, but let, let me tell you what, what this is really a true story. Um, when John Kennedy was elected president on November 8th, and I, I don't want to give too much away to my opening speech tomorrow night, but uh, in 1960, he told his people that when picking a cabinet, to do not look at just political backgrounds. Go find me the best in the break. And I can tell you tomorrow night in the Colonial Ballroom at the group, there's going to be 363 of the best and brightest people with West Virginia ties you can imagine, from athletics to coaching, the greatest football coach of all time, uh, banking, oil and gas. Uh, we have a man who has 40 McDonald's. John Ebert owns 40 McDonald's. He's the 11th largest franchise owner of McDonald's in the country. Um, we have Heather Brush uh, involved who just retired as CEO, took Milan Pharmaceuticals from billion in sales to 18 billion in sales in 12 years as CEO. Uh, we have uh, a plethora of people from all, we have the uh, people from CityNet, one of the best internet commu- uh, uh, companies in West Virginia that's doing cutting edge stuff to get kids clear free uh, internet. Uh, so 
I really firmly believe that tomorrow the best and brightest side, from the lawyers, the law firms represented, the physicians that's represented. Um, we have Dr. Gupta, who is the currently the medical director for the Mar- National March of Dimes, that will be here. We have eight people from Hazleton Betty Ford. We have people from the Bar Initiative. Um, so you put this all together, and I'm, I, my biggest thing, being a West Virginian for 30 years, I've been in the state for 30 years, I'm tired of everyone throwing in my line in West Virginia. Tomorrow begins the start of a dawn of a new era, and West Virginia is going to show the nation what we can do when it comes to the most important issue that we've got going over anything, opioid and substance misuse. Joe, obviously this is going to make a big splash with all the names you're mentioning, all the people that are behind us, but can you talk a little bit about what the long-term goal here is, what will be the the plan of attack? You know, Once you get all these biggest and brightest names possible together to really kick this event off, what happens next? What will be the follow-up, and how will this reverberate? Well, first and foremost, we are going to get into schools. Uh, we have worked diligently for six months with the Hazleton Betty Ford people uh, and the bar people to, and our Department of Education and the community schools. That the First Lady Kathy Justice has done uh, an absolutely fabulous job, um, as has our Superintendent Clayton Birch um, and our Assistant Superintendent Michelle Blatt with community and schools. They're in 23 uh, counties, 47,000 students, sir. And what we're doing is hoping that we get everybody together. We're going to put prevention education programs uh, in our schools throughout West Virginia uh, to begin the education process, and which the the statistics and and studies are showing that's the best way to stop this is to get kids never to stop or to start. Joe, how does How's the, the common person here? I guess, yeah, if someone who just now hearing about this, they like what you're saying, they're excited about this, how do they get involved? That's a really good question, and that's something that we are addressing now. We have a website, and, you know, we're going to start some minor things because here's the thing, unfortunately, about it all. And, you know, we have been fortunate lately with the great corporates and business sponsorships and backing that we've been getting. But it takes money. These programs cost money. You know, we can't expect teachers to take on extra burdens. They are already maxed out. So we've got to make sure, you know, COVID has just played havoc. You know, I have one left at home yet in school, a 16-year-old, and I can't tell you the difference to him. And he's a 4-0 student. And, you know, if he gets a 4-0 again, it'll just be through the grace of uh, the teacher being nice because his effort is not nearly what it always was. And, you know, we need to teach, you know, when we have a prevention coach or a game changer coach, that has to be equal to a football coach and director or a cheerleading coach. And those teachers are going to need to be paid an extra stipend to help us implement this. Uh, because, um, and, and as getting back to your question, no intent to invade, evade it. Um, you know, we're going to come with ways that parents can be involved, that adults can, whether it's spotting a kid, uh, it, it's as little as, you know, how about the kid eating lunch by themselves? Or how about the kid that seems withdrawn at school? Or how about the kid that's by herself at a locker? You know, we started looking at some films, and I don't think there can be anything more heartbreaking than when 
a 14-year-old adolescent at their locker changing classes and hears a group of kids talking about going to the mall or their big game on Friday night or going to so-and-so's house, and that person's not included in that. And that person gets on a bus by themselves and goes home perhaps to opioid-addicted moms or dads or both and lives a future life. What did that kid, that little girl or boy of 13 or 14 deserve? What did they do to deserve something like that, that sadness? Um, you know, so, you know, if it's just reaching out, if it's a parent talking to their kids to say, it, you know, have you noticed anybody that seems a little withdrawn or, you know, is there somebody you're not including? You know, kids can be cruel, but kids can be loving too. And I think it's a whole uh, new way that we're going to ask kids. This is going to be pure resiliency. So, um, you know, it's a long, hard row, uh, but we've made great strides in two years. This next two days is really something that has me proud, that the amount of people that are going to come together to try to help us, you know, get this. Beginning with Nick and Terry Saban, Governor Justice, Senator Manchin, uh, the First Lady, and, and of course Gail Manchin. I mean, coming like that, and and out of in the middle of the week to come here um, to to see what they can do. Um, I, I think it shows what West Virginians are all about. West Virginians. For the event itself, Joe, how do people register if they want to be a participant or be a part of this? Well, you know, right now um, we are totally sold sold out, booked out, and crushed, and. And and I guess that's a good problem to have a day before, but um, I, I know that uh, we're going to do it again next year, and uh, we're already meeting with the Greenbrier to set the same kind of dates, the you know Wednesday, Thursday before Memorial Day, and um, you know right now that's about the best I can do at this point because we just have no more room to accommodate anybody. That's a good problem. That's a very good problem to have. So. It's a good problem to have, but it's one that needs to be corrected. And next year, we'll we'll go for six hundred people. There you go. I, I like it already. I mean, be, you know, bigger and better for next year. What's the golf going to look like? How is this going to work? Because obviously, you have a lot of names there. Some of them are known for golf. For example, you have Marshall's uh, women's golf coach Brooke Burkhammer there. Some of the coaches are known for other things, like Chris Grassy, Marshall's national champion soccer coach. And then you have football coaches, and you know they love the golf. But how how is this going to work? Are you going to pair people together based on school affiliation, or are you going to throw it all together? I'm sure Coach Pruitt and Coach Nealon are going to pair up. So I'm just kind of curious how it's all going to work out. Well, we we just kind of weighing it a little bit. We we took uh, Senator Mansion's playing uh, Coach Saban and Senator Mansion and three other guys are playing in a foursome. Um, that um, there's some Alabama connections here to Greenbrier, believe it or not. They asked if they could play with Coach Saban. Uh, we've tried to just put people with people that, um, you know, kind of make sense and spread it out. You have one celebrity for three and three golfers. And, um, you know, I'm told that um, I am told that um, Coach Saban's very competitive, very competitive. And I understand he's not a bad golfer. Uh, so, um, It'll be interesting to see how that how that goes down, and uh, we we have a first, second, and third place finishes with uh, some very nice crystal trophies with the game changer logo. So, um, see if he takes one back to Tuscaloosa with him on Thursday afternoon about three thirty. You know that's not fair. If if Coach Saban wins yet another championship, that's not fair. <laughs> I, I 
I thought the same thing myself. And, you know, we, we were sitting there. I, I can tell you with dealing with his operation, Linda Leone, he's administrative assistant who's just absolutely fabulous to deal with. But I know why he wins national championships because what a well-run, well-oiled organization it is to deal uh, with. Uh, he is a corporate executive is what he is. He's a CEO coaching football. My guest, one of the founders of West Virginia Game Changer, Joe Bojic. And you've got a website, wvgamechanger.com. You know, can you tell us a little bit about what people can expect to find there? And I'm sure that's going to be home base for you for the next year. Yeah, and and, and we have uh, photographers and videographers here tomorrow and, and Thursday. And we're going to try to get as much stuff posted as quick as possible so that it's almost it's not going to be real time but it's going to be as close to real time as we can possibly have. And, of course, next year, if you want to get in on this, sign up early now. That's probably the best advice. I think so. I, 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 but I can't thank everyone enough from the media uh, to uh, all the supporters in the business community uh, and the general public and people in communities that are, are inquiring. I mean, that's the thing. We need to get people involved. This is a big effort. It takes a lot of people from a lot of different uh, walks of life. So I think it could be we're on to something special in West Virginia that, that the nation's going to take notice. Joe, good luck with this. It sounds like it's going to be fun. I'm sure the golf is going to be amazing to terrible out there, with depending on the, the, the group you have and the celebrity. But it sounds like it's going to be a fun event. I think so, and I really appreciate you taking this much time to sit and really get into detail about this. And I found out about it yesterday, so I'm still trying to learn about it. And well, you, you're on it. You have my cell number. I you need to keep in touch with me, and you know we'll, we'll feed you some things as stuff comes down over the course of the year, and so on and so forth. And uh, so I, I think uh, you, uh, I, I would love to have you aboard and help him. Joe, anytime you need back on the air or you got something you want to share, feel free. Uh, I'm open for you anytime you need any help. Here, I'm here to help. Thank you very much, and thanks again. Appreciate it. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate the time, Joe Bojek. He is one of the founders of West Virginia Game Changer, and you can go to the website for more information, wvgamechanger.com. Already sold out, so this is going to be interesting. Again, if Nick Saban walks away with yet another championship, if Nick Saban walks away with another championship, there's a problem here because it's just not fair. He has all of them. All right, we're going to take our next break. Come back. We will get your phone calls in 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. More coming up. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Don't worry. Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We have our phone lines this hour presented by White Claw at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. White Claw Heart Seltzer made pure. What have you been following most of this week? Have you been following the start of the NBA? Have you been following the start of the NHL playoffs? Uh, I've done a little bit of both, a little mixture here and there. Following hockey a little bit more, obviously, that's my wheelhouse. Edmonton gets eliminated yesterday. Growing up, I grew up, I got introduced to hockey, and 
the New York Islanders were the team at that time when I was really you know, starting to, to grasp hockey. And then Wayne Gretzky comes on the scene. I mean, he's, he's my LeBron. He's my Jordan. He's my Kobe. He's, he's my Montana. He's my Brady. He's the greatest. He's the great one. There will not be another one like him. I mean, there might be players who one day score more goals than him. There might be someone that comes along and can manage to score more assists than him. There might be someone that comes along that can score more points than him, and that that will be amazing. There might be that day. But when he left, he owned almost the entire record book of things. And thankfully, hockey is a sport where you can win championships, but you can still maybe not have the most Stanley Cups or championships and still be recognized for your achievements. And so... There's no, LeBron's got to get a couple more championships to measure up to Michael Jordan argument. There's none of that. And so, Edmonton gets eliminated. They've got a great player in Connor McDavid. They get eliminated first round. They get sweet. And Wayne Gretzky announcing that he is going to step down as vice chairman of the Edmonton Oilers. Team was swept. He's now going to be an announcer, commentator. He's going to be a lead analyst on TNT. So Turner Network Television is going to have a studio show with Wayne Gretzky as the lead analyst. He's going to get a contract that's going to pay him in the neighborhood of $3 million per season. So... 60 years old, he's stepping down from the day-to-day of working in the Edmonton Oilers organization. He's worked in hockey since he has left his playing days. He has been in so many different positions. He's played in the Olympics. He has coached. He has managed teams. And you know, hockey is getting a shake-up here because it's going to go to ESPN and it's going to go to TNT. No longer is going to be on NBC Sports Network or NBC Universal, which honestly, as good of a job as I think NBC did, NBC Universal, I think this is going to be way better for the sport. You'll get more opportunity to see it, and hopefully you can uh, enjoy it the way I do and find out why I like it so much and, and why I enjoy it. And there's going to be more opportunity for you. But this is huge. This is like save this is like Michael Jordan joining. Inside the NBA. This is like Michael Jordan said, you know what? I'm going to do the studio show. Scoot over, Shaq. Scoot over, Charles. Scoot over, Jet. Make room. I'm sitting down. I'm going to tell you how it really is. So, Gretzky's going to be the lead analyst here. Do I get Charles Barkley on some NHL coverage? Because this is part of what happened. ESPN and TNT both got into the hockey business here. And ESPN, interested in Gretzky, obviously. Why wouldn't they be? Didn't work out. Why? Because TNT had an inside card to play. Wayne Gretzky's fan of Charles Barkley, vice versa. They're friends. I guess, you know, they were fans of each other, friends of each other. But they've got a, a friendship. So you know Chuck was on the phone like, hey, look, 
You could go to ESPN, but it's kind of fun over here. And you got to admit, when you look at studio shows, you look at how it's done. We're all playing for second here when it comes to inside the NBA on TNT. We're all playing for second. Consolation prize. Yeah, we, we're good with it, too, because we know. We know. That's the show. And television, that's the show. And sports, and professional sports, that's the show. Not the NFL studio shows, not any of the baseball shows, definitely none of the hockey shows at this moment, none of the shows, any of the NASCAR shows, none of those shows. Nobody compares. No one compares to the group and the production that is TNT and what they've done. So can you imagine what this will do for hockey if you have that level? And can you imagine Charles Barkley? Because Charles actually, he is into it now. He's trying to learn it. I mean, remember, he was on a hockey broadcast not that long ago. And he was actually getting into it. And so I think that's good crossover as well. But that news happening not that long ago. And, of course, I had a couple of people who know I am a huge Wayne Gretzky fan text me. So I appreciate them for giving me the heads up while I was uh, conducting an interview earlier or I might have missed it. The great one, the goat, the goat of goats. Going to be on TNT. $3 million deal. That's pretty good. That's pretty good for studio work on a fledgling broadcast. And can you imagine? It's going to be cooperative, but it's going to be competitive also. ESPN and TNT, you know, they'll be cooperating, but they'll be competing as well, trying to do the best product they can they can do. And it's going to be good for the sport of hockey. I mean, I think the way the NBA... TNT has been really good for the NBA. Seriously. ESPN, TNT. Those two have been, as entities, have been great for the NBA. TNT used to be in the NFL business, and I thought they did a fantastic job. And sure, it's not broadcast, it's not network broadcast television here on TNT, but it's really good. It's better than what you might find anywhere else, just about. It's on par with anything out there. And so this is going to be great for the sport. Wait till TNT, wait till Turner decides to turn its attention to, you know, I think we need to do college also. We, you know, me assigning, you know, actually calling TNT a person. But what if TNT, what if it decided it needs to do college football? Could you imagine that? That would be pretty cool. All right, going to take a next break. Come back. We're going to wrap this one up. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're wrapping up today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Baseball action coming up tonight. We go on the air at 610. Pirates taking on the Cubs. Cubs come into this one 24 and 22. The Pirates 18 and 28. NBA action coming up tonight. Celtics taking on the Nets. That is 7.30 p.m. tonight. Lakers taking on the Suns. That is 10 p.m. tonight. You staying up late for that one? I might. Mavericks, Clippers, 10.30 p.m. tonight. That's the only bad thing. A lot of West Coast action 
And you know what? I want to watch the Lakers and Suns. Phoenix leads the series one game to none. I want to watch that, see if the Lakers can respond. But I know 10 o'clock, it's not that late, but boy, I'm not I'm not what I used to be, right? No, who am I kidding? I'm watching this. I'm staying up late tonight. I can come in late tomorrow. Sorry, sorry, I'm here late. It's I was doing my I was doing my work. I had to watch the Lakers game because I was going to talk about it. So I had to do my work. That's the excuse. NHL action tonight. Maple Leafs taking on the Canadians at 7.30 p.m. That'll be on NBC Sports Network. Toronto leading the series two games to one. That means nothing. Canadians can snap three real quick and end that run. And the Predators, Nashville Predators. I feel like the Predators, it's the secondary team here in West Virginia. Taking on the Carolina Hurricanes, which... I feel is like the tertiary team of West Virginia. I, I don't know. I actually know I know an equal amount of Predators and Hurricanes fans. Hurricanes and the Predators tied at two games apiece. We'll have game number six coming up on Thursday night. That'll be right here on our family of Kindred Communication radio stations, Cat Sports 93.3. And 1340. So that's all your action coming up here tonight on the scoreboard. As I mentioned, we got the Pirates Cubs that's coming up. Uh, if you're following the WNBA, uh, Mystics and Fever tonight, Dream and Sky and Sun and Storm all facing off against each other. So that's what you got as far as your scoreboard's concerned. I'm interested in that Lakers Sun series. That's going to be one to keep an eye on. And of course, uh, double header on TNT, Celtics, Nets. Can Brooklyn, can the Nets? I'm interested in the Nets, but you know what? I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a Lakers fan, but I'm also East Coast side. I roll with the Knicks. That's my East Coast team. I got East Coast and West Coast teams. It works for me in NBA and NHL. My East Coast team in hockey. My primary, but my East Coast team, that's the Rangers. My West Coast team uh, was the Kings for many years. Not so much now. I, I don't know. I like the Vegas Golden Knights, but you know, if you had to pin me down to it and say, look, just pick one. You have to. You can only have one. It's going to be the, the New York Rangers. But uh, when it comes to basketball, though, I've been a Lakers fan, but I've also been a Knicks fan. And it's not really conflicted much because those two have not really um, – been good at the same time, if you know what I mean. So that's what we've got to look forward to. The Lakers, Suns tonight, that's the big one for me here. But I'm definitely going to check out the Predators and Hurricanes just because I actually know people who watch both. They're fans of Nashville, fans of Carolina. So I don't have a dog in this fight, but if I was going to pick, I'm probably going to take the Carolina Hurricanes. If I was picking. And... I'm not even going to talk to you about the Penguins. What is happening there? What is happening with the Penguins? Penguins Islanders, it could be an elimination game coming up tomorrow. There could be an elimination game. I mean, it's 3-2, so it is an elimination game. But it could be an actual elimination game. The Penguins could get eliminated here as the Islanders lead the series 3-2. We could also see Tampa Bay knock out the Panthers on Wednesday. We could actually see 
a lot of eliminations as uh, the Golden Knights uh, lead the Wild three games to two as well. So Wednesday, we could three, we could see three teams knocked out. They can join the Edmonton Oilers. They can join, of course, the Washington Capitals. And with that said, that does it for this edition. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate it. Back tomorrow. We'll do it all over again right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.